is the 11th of January, the year of our Lord, 2023. And it's just coming up to quarter to seven in the evening here in the UK. Myself and my beautiful co-host, Catherine Watkins, is here. Hello. Hello, everybody. Nice to be back after Christmas. How was the Christmas? We've, we have been away. Yeah. Um, we haven't, we've all kind of a little bit lost our mojos. Yeah, I would agree. Up our backsides, which yeah. we have done, and we are chomping at the bits. Yeah, say. yeah. So yeah. I think before we do anything and get on to other subjects, tonight is just a welcome back, just to let everyone give an update on what's happening with Public Child Protection Wales. So I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure, though. You seem to think we did. The case, the judge declined it. Yeah. So yeah, just let's talk. Because they, what was it? It was a couple of days before Christmas, wasn't it? I don't think we had. It was, our, it was the day that they did the twen- um the the day that PCP Wales did the podcast of their podcastathon. It was the twenty second of December, which was yeah a couple of days before, a few days before Christmas. Then where they released the um the judgment. So um, let's talk about that judgment quickly for those who haven't heard. Yeah, I mean, it is available to read. If anyone wants to read, it's available on Public Child Protection Wales's website. It's a very big document. It's like a hundred and something pages, um, 221 points on there, points of law or whatever. Um, but basically, in a nutshell, their, their response without going into stuff, because Darren actually did when I can't remember if it was with you, Lou, or whether it was with, oh no, he went on to the podcast-a-thon, I think, that day. So he's on the podcast-a-thon with Lou and um, Kim, basically going through it. So if anyone wants the details or, you know, if you want to read it themselves, more than welcome. But in short and in summary, they basically said, screw you. Um, we're going to do it anyway. And the only options, you, they're saying you do have an opt-out, right? But those opt-outs are either privately, to, be, to, to privately educate, which we know most people can't afford, or um, home educate, right? So, so I, as we know, the home education um, community is flying through the roof. I know that myself from being a home educator. It, it is, there are people left, right and centre. They're just flat out telling me, here's the letter, I'm sending it. Do you know what I mean? They don't want their kids in school. But not everybody can do that, right? Because obviously there's um, there's a cost issue at hand, right? So there are two letters um, that are being prepared now, um, basically to send to the local authority and to the government for parents to send, that they would take the um, the right to privately educate to be subsidised for the government to subsidise eighty percent of it, and if they want to home educate, well, they'll have to give up their job, which means they'll have to be subsidised for that as well. So I'm just going to have to block. You know, we've got twenty one out of twenty two local authority in Wales covered anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it really is now. This year is going to be a matter of a huge matter of just be it look these are your children you've got to be brave they're going to carry on with it anyway right we are going through the appeal process that's it that's obviously we of course we are we we're not going to stop um but while that is going on this is going to be rolled out right we've already done a little bit of a dent in it because had we not you know sort of brought this court case and everything else september 22 was the cutoff date not the start date it was the cutoff date for all schools so the fact that they they've withheld some of it here, there, and everywhere means we are actually making um, making waves. It's just that they don't want to, you know, don't want us to think that. But having said that, a lot of them now, because of obviously the the judge agreed with the government, a lot of people will just assume that you know there was no evidence and blah blah blah. Not many people are going to read the judgment. They're going to send their children in there, 
And some of these schools are going to be doing what we've said they're going to be doing. Your children are going to be coming out saying, you know, this, that and the other. This is the things you are going to start to hear. No doubt some of you already have heard certain things you might find weird from your children. Things like, you know, if you try to give them a... Actually, Lawrence Fox gave an example of his... his is it Lawrence Fox? Yeah. Lawrence Fox gave an example of his his um, child, didn't he, when he was as it asked, asked for a was going to give him a hug or something. And he said, oh, you have to ask for my consent. Things like this. That These are the things we're trying to tell you that they're teaching that is not safeguarding children. It's completely the opposite. So the other thing, I don't know if we spoke about this. I know I spoke to you about it, Lou, but I'm pretty sure we've not said anything. We haven't done a show, have we? So we haven't. So what they have to do now, right, because they are going to go forward with this and we know they are talking to young children about um, what's in your pants, right? Now, we have consistently said and proven that to safeguard children, we don't talk or discuss in any way what's in their pants. We, we don't need to do that. All that needs to be done is your privates are your private. Nobody touches them. Nobody talks about them. Nobody discusses them. Not even the teachers, and if they do, you raise the alarm, right? This is what we're going to have to do. You're going to have to teach your kids, drum it into their... As soon as they start discussing what's in the... They shout no. They shout no. And they just... They tell every... They, they, that child tells everyone in the class that it's wrong, right? This is, this is how far we're going to have to go with this because otherwise children are going to be... They are going to be damaged by it. They really, really are. This is so... I can't even... You know, I know it sounds a bit radical to some people and they probably think, but they, how else are you going to do it? You either have to not let your child go in there or you have to teach your child that nobody discusses or touches or anything what it to do with your pants. And the minute they if do, you sound think, the alarm. If people think that it's all exaggerated, I would like to just point them over. I believe it was a Daily Mail article. Pupils age five asked if they're gay or trans on a school yeah. survey at a primary school. Now, this is in Inverness. Now, we know Scotland is quite right. yeah, anything, But, you know, children at five asking if they're gay or trans is not acceptable. It's completely massively unacceptable and massively yeah. inappropriate. And we all know it. We all know it. These words don't need to be in the children's head. This is the thing. The word, you know, sex, the word even gender doesn't need to come in. Let them be children. And that's all. And the thing is, what makes me laugh, Kath, is that you look at the comments on the articles. No one wants it. No, I know. This is the thing. The comments on the Daily Mails, you know, when they're exposing it. Yeah. Or whatever newspaper, you go down to the comments and the comments are always the same from the general public. Yeah. And don't forget, at the same time, they're going to be trying to filter them out as fast as they can, mind. So the fact that they're even on there in the first place, do you know what I mean? That you see them quick before they delete them, trying to give an impression that that's not what they want. But you're right. Yeah. And don't forget, mind, and this was mentioned in court, the initial consultation on this, 87.5% of them didn't want it. So that makes sense that these comments, are, because that's what they said in the first place, which also should raise massive alarm bells to people because, you know, we're supposed to pride ourselves on being a democracy and whatever. How is that a democracy? If 87.5 people say no and, you do, and they do it anyway, they've gone against the majority. That's not a democracy. 
You know, everybody should be concerned about this. For, for And don't forget the most recent, uh, I tell you, I don't know if you've seen it. It was yesterday, a BBC article. I shared it yesterday, right? I am going to find it in a minute because it needs to be read. So, you know, we're always talking about, because we'll have the argument down here in Wales, right? It's Scottish lesson content. Now, we know full well it's the same curriculum. We're going to be having that same stuff anyway, right? There are Scottish children. It's not down here. It's, it's whatever, right? Okay, fair enough. And we know that. And we know Nicola Sturgeon, just before Christmas, lowered the um, age for a gender recognition certificate to 16, right? So basically anyone can identify, and that's in Scotland. But yesterday, because Mark Drakeford... Is not only on, I don't think it's just about him being it on just reminds people. Just remind people who Mark Drakeford is. Mark Drakeford is the first minister here in Wales, right? So obviously we're a devolved government here in Wales, supposedly. And Mark Drakeford is our first minister. And he is as far left as you could possibly imagine. Um, but where is it? It's a BBC article. I'm sure I shared it yesterday. And I was like, oh, well, basically what he's saying is, um, he is so Nicola Sturgeon had done had made that decision and it, it all kicked off up in Scotland. Well, now Mark Drakeford is doing the same. So basically, what he's done is he has um, he's basically said that he agrees with Nicola Sturgeon, and that is the way that Wales are going to go as well, basically, in a nutshell. So he doesn't believe because there was somebody, Laura Ann Jones from Wales, she got up and said to him in the Senate about, you know, possible safeguarding concerns or whatever. Um, and he doesn't think that the bill in Scotland was rushed forward and that he said if anyone has um, already done that, you know, at 16, basically, even though it's not law here in Wales yet, if anyone comes down from Scotland who's already got their gender recognition certificate at age 16, then that will be honoured here in Wales. So, but we know what's going to happen. He's going for, exa- and this is what we've been saying, he's going for the same thing. So, and I was watching, I don't know if you saw it, Lou, but it was a really, I've shared it because I thought, look, you've got, obviously we've got the um, the group Gays Against Groomers, right? Now there's a trans man who's 31, I believe, Matt. I've shared some of his stuff before. Yeah, 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 yeah. We said we'd have to try and get him on the show, actually, won't we? That he, that there was an, an interview with him and, and you know, he was saying basically, how, how, um, I forgot my point now. I forgot what the point was. Basically, but anyway, it's, really- it's a really, really good interview because he basically, well, I, you can't argue because he's a trans man himself, but he's obviously completely against this. They're all against this for the children. And they're even being silenced and being called transphobes. And this is how ridiculous this whole agenda is getting. And just to show people that South Wales in particular is one of the worst parts, there was £66,000 of the taxpayers' money, right, over a three-year period, had basically been allocated to LGBT. So, you know, the colours on the cars and the, um, oh, you know, the walk, what do you call them, where you walk across them. Oh God! Uh, the zebra crossings, the zebra crossings, and key rings, and this was the first label. place. To and do you know what I mean? And it was South Wales, though, out of all of them. And this is for England and Wales. South Wales spent far more than the others. Do you know what I mean? So it's just going to show how far liberal that we are. Here we are. Police wastes. 66,000 on woke LGBT products. So it's loads of different things, right? So out of that 66,000, and it's England and Wales, 24,000 of that. So a quarter of over over a third of it was spent in South Wales. 
Wow. Right. This is how bad it's getting. And, uh, you know, it, uh, we already know uh, where it's going. And if we don't get the parents engaged, because look, we're only a, a real, you know, small group, really, you know, aren't we? And, and it's not possible for us to do absolutely everything. Do you know what I mean? It's, we need people to be brave. We need that yeah, was my but, point before I started this. We need people to be brave, right? And and get involved and do what you need to do. Do you know what I mean? Just do whatever you need to do to to ensure that your children are not being indoctrinated. Because believe me, they are. And there was another, I don't know if you managed to watch that one, Lou, um, of the guy um going to Sussex University. Did you see that one? It's about half an hour. It's brilliant. Same guy who interviewed the trans man. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. Logan. No, is it Logan? I can't think of his name. I, I will find out. Anyway, brilliant guy. He goes to, because, all right, Sussex is one of the most woke universities, but he wants to show what sort of, you know, ideologies and things. So he goes on campus and he, and he basically just interviews some of the students walking around the campus for a half an hour video. And honest to God, Lewis, it's, it's actually, it's scary. It's not just, you know, because a lot of people will laugh at it and they'll be like, oh, they think this. But they believe this shit. They genuinely, they genuinely believe it. It's not like, so basically in the unis, they're asking, they've got to give their pronouns and this, that and the other. And all he's doing is asking them questions. He's not arguing with them. He's just saying, so are they more than two genders? And they're saying, Yes. And he's asking them to name them. And then he's asking, do you think there are any, you know, sort of negative consequences of any of this? And they just can't see it, even in sports. And they they when he tries to say, you know, that they're not biological women or they they argue, they sort of get a little bit defensive and they're like, no, well, if I identify as woman as a woman, then they are a woman. Now, these are our university students. These are university students who are being this, this is basic biology. And they, they, I don't know what people, I read a really, really good article the other day, right, on Mary Finch's website. And basically it was about universities and about how they are now as opposed to what they were like even 10 years ago. But, you know, further back. And I knew this and I put a status up the other day. My dad was one of the examiners in the school he taught him for a bit, right? So he told me this when I was like 14, 15 years old. He told me this 25 years ago. And he said the... The, the exams now, so that would have been in the 90s, he, this, we had this conversation, he said are much, much easier than what they were 20 years ago or even, you know, he said, I know that for a fact, right? Now, he wouldn't have known why that was, but reading this article, what they had to do, so back in the 70s and 80s and previous to that, obviously university was reserved for the most academic, you know, that's what it, the, the, you know, the brightest, the most intellectual, whatever that wanted to go on to higher learning. And you'd have about a, a fifth of school leavers going into uni. Now, that's fine because they're going in to pursue their higher learning and their higher education so that when they graduate, their job will obviously be relevant to the degree that they've just they've just done, right? And that would have been the case. You know, graduates came out and they fell into a job which basically was relevant to the degree, degree they did. Now, we've known in the, you know, sort of 10, 15 years, anyone sort of lot and I, I'm not taking any work ethic away because people are start going all oh, these kids have worked really hard but I noticed this as well about 10 years ago and everybody was everybody's kids was coming out with A's, A's and A stars for every less every subject and I was thinking my dad you know what, what he had said to me 25 years ago that rung rung us straight away but the reason why they did it is because 
they to in all in order to establish the agenda yes they have to go for the school kids right but they still the school children although they're in school when they go home they go home right they're still in the environment of their family and you know they, they, they got that little bit of safety although they're still you know they're still exposed in school massively obviously that's where it starts but what they say and we've all heard it I heard it myself. I didn't go to uni, but I heard it. You need to go to university. You know, that's the best. They're the best days of your lives. But to have that full experience, you've got to leave. You've got to go to the further. Even if there's a university five minutes up the road, go to a go to one as far away from po- as possible. So you have to live in the same place. Yeah. So everything you've ever known since you were a child, all those relationships you build up, all those bonds, that support network, your friends and family, everything. You just drop in a nutshell because you believe it. And then they've got you isolated away from your family then and your values and your beliefs. Right. And this is why. And they're feeding them with such bullshit that is unbelievable. It really is turning them into mind numbing, you know, members of society. Right. And, they, and but they're also told at the same time that they're the best of the best. And if anyone outside of this uni you know, sort of community argues with you. They're just thickos and don't listen to them because their opinion doesn't matter. And that's not all of them. They're the exception to the rule, obviously. And I'm not, but that's how they did it. They they lessened the um, the exam. They made it easier so that more would achieve so that they could basically take more of those children and put them in, in these indoctrination centers in universities. And they're spewing out the most ridiculous shit you've ever heard. And the problem, the problem we've got low, right, is that, people in my even our generation but especially the older generation they they're looking at it from a well university did me well because I went and became a doctor and absolutely and no doubt it probably did but you went in those days when it was actually for higher learning and not now when it's just for pure pure indoctrination it is cake it is completely different and people have to realize that they have to realize that it's not the same experience as they had not even not even nearly you know, and it's it's spewing out the most, and that you we've seen them low, and like I say, not all of them. I'm not tearing them all with the same brush, but it's it's a common sort of thing. They're very aggressive, you know. They're up in your face. There's there's a lack of respect. There's a an self entitlement, right? And that this is what's going on, and it's so dangerous. So then you got these, you know, newly indoctrinated university students coming out, right? coming out of the university and going into these jobs, strategically placed into these jobs where they believe they've been sucked right in with the propaganda. They're not going to be a problem teaching your kids that, right? That's not going to be an issue. It's, we spoke about this before. It's the old school teachers who won't teach it because they know how, you know, they, they're likely to know how dangerous what it is and, how, and that it's not needed because they've taught in a different way. But all of these newbies coming out, they've got nothing to compare it to. Exactly the same scenario as a, as a newly, um, you know, sort of qualified nurse. The the ones that have recently qualified since COVID, they got they absolutely have nothing to compare it to. But they'll go on then believing what they're doing is is right. It's it's one web of I mean, if they need, I mean, people just need to, as we've said so many times, this education has come from America. And if people want to know where it's going, I'm just going to read you something, a tweet from a guy called Omar Navarro. It's got blue tick. Um, that was posted up on Twitter a couple of days ago. Paedophilia is now legal in California. Bill SB 145 has been passed. 21-year-old can have sex with an 11-year-old and not be listed on the sex registry as a sex offender. 
Yeah, it's that's been going for a while. I shared that as well. And Kim said, no, she said that's been going for a while now. It's the who's definition of the 10 year gap, isn't it? So technically they're saying, yeah, after after age 10, then if it's a 10 year um, age gap, it doesn't matter. So that's why they're effectively saying. So it is right. Yeah. 11. It's just absolute. And this is where if people can't see this, it's, it's quite shocking. So you've just given that example now. Right. Most people go, well, I won't happen. Blah, blah, blah. OK, but when children are groomed, they think they're in love with that person. Mind. Right. So this is where the consent issue comes in. Right. So that child has now been groomed and thinking they're in this some this relationship right and they may actually love this 21 year old person now try and get try taking that to court when you've got consent in the mix this is exactly why so that child will likely say they consented right and that's when they go oh the child consent there's nothing they can this is the problem with it see this is this is why they're doing it because they don't want that barrier there because they don't believe these people who, who set who, who wrote this curriculum right they don't believe in childhood I, I don't know if people think I'm just saying it. It's just I'm just throwing it off the mark there as if it's just like my opinion of what I think they believe. No, no, no. They do not believe in childhood. They do not believe in child. There's such thing as childhood innocence. And that's a very, very, very dangerous, very dangerous road to go down. And that is the opinion of Professor Emma Reynolds of Cardiff University, who wrote the curriculum here in Wales. Right. She believes that we are sexual from birth. She believes that. She thinks because she's Because she's, she's been, been influenced massively. and followed the Kinsey, yeah. Kinsey, the Kinsey way. Yeah, the Kinsey way, which most people in this day and age don't know. They have no idea they're going down the Kinsey route. They don't because it's so far removed. They don't even know who he is. Do you know what I mean? They've put it into place over a, over a period of time, and now they just think these things. But they have. There's no questioning behind it. Like you know, why? Who? Even with the gender identity, we got John Money for God's sake. So on the back of the sexualize, sexualizing them, we got Kinsey, right? And on the back of the gender ideology bullshit, which is making children self mutilate their choice. I say in in air quotes, right? It's obviously not, but that's what, you know, we've got John Money, who was also an abuser, a paedophile and a fraud. Do you know what I mean? And these are the two things now that they've they ballot that they, they've put together as this whole sexuality education thing. And they both. But then even the people in between the likes of Gail Rubin and Judith Butler and these sorts of people, like when we're looking at, they've all got the same ideology and it's all, do you know what I mean? And it's all based on children being sexual. It's, did you see that thing? And I know it, I, I actually almost cried watching that and I've done enough research into the porn industry to even, but this, I had no idea. Did you watch that video I sent you about an hour ago? No. So, Right, I anything. I don't know what Facebook's going on. I'm not getting anything. You tag me in. I'm back again. Actually, I haven't been banned for about three don't months. Don't say that. Okay, but Neither I'm back I. obviously at the bottom of the news feed. No one's seeing my posts. Yeah, same. I'm not getting any tags because remember, I can't even tag you anymore. They don't allow it. I can only tag if I'm lucky. The most I can tag is five people. Yeah, but it's not the five people like you, Jason, um, 
the others, you know, the 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 the, the, the main ones. ones that you're in thingy with. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I can't do it. Won't allow me to do that. I'm not getting notifications either. Mind, I only see in stuff by accident, like a couple of days later. I have to go to your page now. I have to literally go to your page. It's ridiculous. It doesn't say I'm on restrictions, but I obviously must be. But that video I sent you is very disturbing. So. Building on top of, you know, the porn, and we've spoken about this, but, you know, the dangers of it. It's basically a form, it's four and a half minutes or something, a nearly five minute video of this woman um, speaking out about the the reality of child pornography and, and um, that she had spoken to somebody within who was, you know, investigating it. And they were basically, it's so, I can't say it. I, I don't even want to, I'm not even going to say it. I'm sorry, I can't because it's that fucking sick. It's that fucking sick. And this is the reality of, of all of this as well. This is all a big pornography is one of the massive, it's one of the biggest drivers of it. it. Well, it's created child pornography. Without pornography, you wouldn't have child pornography. That's common sense. There's no no arguing about it there. But as far as it to, to the depths it goes, I can't even explain what she said. When you come off this, um, when we finish this podcast, Lou go and watch it and you'll see exactly why I don't want to say what she said right but if anyone wants to watch it it's on my wall Cat New Watkins I only posted it about maybe two hours ago lady with long brown hair the minute is four four minutes 44 seconds right and uh, I can't say it because it's fucking it's really excuse my language but it is so is so highly disturbing beyond words but this is the reality of it this is the reality of this whole thing and don't forget mind pornography is, is especially in the in the secondary schools but i'm talking from age 11 though right that's a baby they're saying it in a positive way they're not and i, I have to reiterate this they are not teaching pornography the consequences of they're not doing that this is a sex positive thing they might say things like oh this is what they'll say right to try and cover their asses. although you know pornography is fun it's not real life so you're telling a child that something is fun but not do you know what i mean this is the problem this is the wording that they use with it other than that they just tell you which sort of genres there are and obviously as we know within these resources so within the the online resources that are being supplied to you know and advised by teachers to use in the likes of emma reynolds agenda and bish and educate and celebrate and these and stonewall and mermaids jigsaw is telling them so it'll put a link on there, right? So that so we don't know what it is, it's just a link. But when you link up to that, then it'll have pornography on there. Do you know what I mean? This is the problem. People are so trusting in allowing these people to educate that. And even the teachers don't even know. I've seen, I, we spoke about this before as well. How many times have we seen it in those PHSE groups, right? With a teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they don't have a clue what they're doing. What, what can we say? What, what Does anyone have any resources? And then underneath, someone will type like, oh, yeah, if you just go to Jigsaw. Do you know what I mean? Or the, the ones that we know. For example, this one right year I shared it. I'm going to read it, right? So it's from PH... Uh, let me tell you what the... P-S-H-E-R-S-E in brackets, R-E and Citizenship Teachers. That's the name of the group, right? And somebody's posted, unfortunately, we've had a bit of a shower selfie in air quotes trend with our year four children over the Christmas break. That's like a golden shower. That's like 
piss, mind, right? We've managed to get to the bottom of it and speak with those involved, but wondered if anyone knows of any resources that we could use to follow up with. I know most of the nude resources are aimed at older students, and I'm not entirely sure that the children concerned really understand the series. Oh, year four, year four. So that's yeah, the eight. six, six, seven, is it? Oh, no, seven, eight, sorry. Seven, eight. seven, eight. Yeah, right. Now listen to the answer. So whoever this person is, is in this group. She must be a teacher. Hiya, I run Rabbits Relationships and Sex Education. That's blue. So that's obviously on Facebook, right? And have these conversations with both primary and secondary age children. If, if you have tried to speak to children and they don't seem to be taking it seriously, it might be worth having someone exter external discuss it with them. I'm happy to speak to large and small groups and focus the conversations on, the, on this age group to ensure it's suitable. I spent a long time in teaching and I make it very reasonable cost-wise. Please drop me a message. So hers is called Rabbits, Relationships and Sex Education, right? It's a very positive, I already know. Rabbits, right? Rabbits. Ra it's called Rabbits, Relationships and Sex Education. Right, let me have a look at their page. Hold on. See if you can find it. In. It's blued out, so she's tagged her own thingy in there. I can't see it because it's just a screenshot from someone. I just... Rabbits relationships and sex education that's what's called if children are not taking it seriously that's what what you mean that's because they shouldn't be hearing it anyway so they're trying to make it serious for them like important over everything else it's, it's crazy is it come up uh no oh Maybe hang on, it's a private it has is it no hang on two weeks no it's an open page okay Oh, let me have a look as well. Uh, what was it? Schools across the country are coming to the end of their first term. And Rabbits RSE is no different. Thank you so much. Rabbits are uh, student feedback. The workshop. Although she does workshops. She's got to be dodgy. Dodgy as hell. Who is she then? Yeah. Anyway, we're still what I mean. Yeah, we're still on air. Sorry. Sorry, guys. We just got off a bit of a thing here. We do going that. down another rabbit hole doing some research while we're online. Sorry, guys. But yeah, the point is they're asking people, they talk they, what do you mean? They're talking about shout. That's what it is, isn't it? It's is piss. Weeing on each other. That's what a golden shower is. And that's what these kids are talking about. Is sexual. Oh, hands. And hang on, they're talking about that at seven, eight years of age. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And this is, and, and they got to the bottom of it. What do you mean you've got to the bottom of it? Do you know what I mean? Gee whiz. Well, I don't, I just, it's, this is where we're going. People are waking up. We, as I know, there's going to be sort of a campaign going to be started to reclaim um, their, you know, our, they, you know, they've taken over the rainbow. You just see a rainbow and that's automatically you think, whereas a rainbow should be celebrated. You know, it's a beautiful thing. It's from God. Um, yeah, that's right. With the new, the new, um, the new campaign, Reclaim the Rainbow. Because at the end of the day, right, that was the other thing. I'm glad you said that, actually, because I'd have forgotten to say it. Um, you know, we know we can't get away from it. It's absolutely everywhere, right? We we know that. There is no getting away from it. But 
this rainbow obviously the real rainbow has got seven colors we all know we need to speak to our children about the real rainbow sing the song make sure they can differentiate 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 between the actual rainbow and the logo because the logo's got six colors and the six colors are reversed so it's inverted do you know what i mean so if we try and encourage because that's the thing you know it's hijacked the rainbow the rainbows are beautiful but it kind of makes you not want to appreciate the rainbow anymore because you've it's the same, it to the the logo. Same as the, it's the same as the acorn you know you see companies with the acorn leaf or, or a little acorn they're linked to children. It's it's dark. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Know, there was we were doing. I was doing some stuff with someone, and they we they they chose uh, an acorn, and I'm like, no. We, you, do you know what I mean? You're just going to get a tax. It's just not worth it. No, but we should be. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's why I think the only way s- psychologically that we're going to be able to help our children from this, you know, because even when they're not in school, the rainbow stuff, absolutely everywhere, we we can see it. So if we can just tell them and just, you know, reinforce the real rainbow and how beautiful it is, just so they know the difference between the logo and the real rainbow and, tell, you know, sort of encourage them to ignore the logo and, and just focus on the real rainbow. It's, it's all we can do, really, from a cycle. You know, at the end of the day, we're trying to safeguard our kids at the same time as fighting these bastards off, you know? Excuse my language, but it's, it's quite a... It's a task in it. It's just, well, it's the biggest... It's the most hardest the thing that this that really is going to be. At the moment. I mean, we have had, just to, you know, just to kind of close the show, because we've gone on and we don't want to bore people, and we'll be doing another show tomorrow anyway. Yeah. Uh, but... There is a, you sent it to me. Um, there, a doctor went on to this morning. Yeah, it was this morning. Was it with Eamon and Fern? I don't know what show it is. Is it this morning? I don't Something know. like that. One of the morning yeah, ones. It was one of the, yeah, I, could, I went and tried to look for the actual clip and I couldn't find it anywhere, uh, the original. But a video was posted and it's a doctor who went on to this morning uh, because he won't recognise a trans person. You know, he's a Christian. Yes. And he he's not going to be. And um he stood his ground. I thought he had got I thought he had a hard time from them, really. He did have a hard time from them. And they 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 put in a a a trans woman and uh she was vile, really rude. Yeah. And uh she he well he he sorry, he come for me, I don't care. You know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, who said this to me? I think it was John Looney. At the end of the day, forensic science, if something happens, a body, you can tell a man or a woman. Absolutely. Every single time. And I want to put out, I want to just, I want to stick two fingers up at all these men who want to, who are pretending to be women. You go through the effing menopause. You go through labour. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, I ain't having this. You all get all protected if, if somebody English wears, I don't know, a Chinese outfit. They all go up in arms and it's racist and they're doing it. It's racist. You ain't a woman. You're not going through the pains of a woman. You can do your videos pretending you're doing it all. It means nothing. It does mean, you it's know. And it's a joke. What they've done is they've, they've basically. insanity, Kat. It is it absolute is. Bonkers. Future generations in a couple of hundred years, people are going to look back at now, let alone parents are sticking bloody sticks up kids' noses and muzzling them so they can't breathe fresh air. But you've got men walking around as women and people going to prison 
Yeah. A dude yeah. walks in in a skirt and they call him a dude. I know, it's crazy. And the thing is, what they've done is they basically brought women down to nothing more than just a feeling. Exactly. And that's not, that's not. And men as well. It goes to both. You, you, you know, you're, you're, you're pure, you're pure people, you're men and you're, you're women, regular, they're demonised if you're and not. That's a- it. And this like, is it. At the end of the day, like, you know, when you've got people like... they're trying to push every child to turn trans. Yeah. And when you've got, like, because it fits their agenda, when you've got gays against rumours and they tell it, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, come on. They know. They might be attracted to the same sex, but they know they're a man or a woman. Do you know what I mean? And, I want to give a big shout out, actually. Do you know, the only mainstreamy kind of news... Tucker Carlson is the only bloody one who's tackling this. Every bloody night. He's absolutely drumming it home to people. I'm sure because Kim's tried to reach out to him, but she unnured off him. I'm wondering. No, it's very difficult to get in touch. Yeah, I, I guess. will ask through my American contacts because I'm sure what some person must be able to link them. So oh, that would be great if you could. Yeah, I understand that. You know, it's probably he's probably thingy. But if you if you have you know if anyone could, that would be amazing. It really would because you know we've got to bring this together as it is now and it is worldwide it absolutely is worldwide yeah. they're doing it to all our children wherever you live there's someone knows dan bongino dan bongino now has a show on fox he does yes he does doesn't he i mean i must say people out there and you want to get your you, his show he's outstanding dan, Tuck, used to watch dan bongino, dan bongino show i watch every night him and, and tucker I watch religiously. I used to do Alex Jones, but it's all just too much. It's all just is too um much. Tucker. What is he on the? He's on the sex ed, or is he just on the trans issue? The whole lot. The whole lot. The whole thing. Every single night. Honestly, you should you should watch his shows in the morning. Like when I get up in the morning, as I'm just making my tea and getting ready, I've all I I always have Tucker on every morning, and he really is. He is absolutely pointing out the absolute insanity. Okay. He's been doing all of it. He's doing everything. He's covering the vaccines. He's doing everything. So, oh, it'd be fab if we could. Maybe it's weird. Look, if if it's an, if we don't get through, we don't get through. But it's that's weird. Shot right. coming it's from absolutely right. That's it. If you don't ask, you don't you don't get, get. exactly. Worst that can happen. Exactly. You know, sorry, or you don't hear back. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that would be awesome if you know ask one of your one of your America because I know you've got a few American contacts. That would be brilliant. Maybe it's better coming from, you know, them rather than someone over here. But, you know, yeah, that would be wonderful if you could do that. Lou, thank you, love. Lovely. So that's it for tonight. We are going to be back and we're going to have the whole team with us tomorrow. Uh, Jason's coming on and Rick will be here. And we're going to be discussing topics that we're going to be really focused on. Obviously, PCP Wales is always going to be number one yeah. uh, focus and as of the children. But as you know, Jason does amazing stuff. I focus so much on the kids and it's like international and American side. Kat focuses on, you know, the porn industry. Yeah. Jason's like the man on the street. He knows what's going on. And Rick's been uh, going into these 15 minute cities. But uh, yeah, he, has had, he got a lot of interest, but nobody turned up to do some filming because he wanted to make a documentary. And he was a bit disappointed at that because it's coming to Bristol and what's going on in Oxford. So. Well, exactly. And, uh, you know, there should be people, there must be people up in arms about it by now, surely to get people, you know, because it's actually They've got groups active, but they, they don't want to kind of take it that bit further and, you know, get their face on camera and do the documentary. 
Oh, right, okay. Side of things as well, because remember Oxford again, University Town, University City, Bristol, University City, Cambridge, University City. This yeah. is where we're going to go because the people in those cities are generally going to be woke and for the agenda, so they can guarantee, and that's where they do the pilots that it's working out. Yeah, people wake up! It isn't going to be a fair pilot that they're going to do it. They're going to choose the cities that are the big universities woke cities. That's where they're going to do, they're going to pilot it. That's going to come out at success from those cities because of the type of people that are living in those cities and working and being educated. And then that will be, that will set the precedent for the rest of the country. Yeah. yeah That's exactly absolutely. what they're doing. People. Of course. Wake and up. I think it's coming in, ne- is it next year for Oxford? Is it next year? It is. Like either that or the, no, it's next year, I believe. So it's it's really round it's round the corner, like you know, and it's only when it sort of hits people's doorsteps they think shit. Well, now you're going to have to. Do it's that too late. Exactly, yeah, it's going to be too late. That's a prime example with me at the column holding up the WEF and the UN documents, saying this is coming to the UK, and then yeah. it gets slipped under. Other issues come up. Life goes on, and before you know it, next thing, it's already here, and I've, we've missed the bandwagon. So. We're we're not going to let this happen with regards no. to anything else. Now we're going to try and be on top of everything. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be it is going to be a wild year this year, but we're just going to have to plow through it as best as we can and just do what we can for the kids, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. So libertytactics.co.uk. I'm back on Twitter. I think it's Lou Liberty Tactics. True Social. Getter, Facebook, obviously, very, very, very censored Instagram. Getter, Catherine, you're on Telegram and Facebook and obviously Liberty Tactics and your website, Exposing the Lie, dot info. info. And you can link to Kat's website direct on Liberty Tactics page. You can get straight to Catherine there. Brilliant. So we'll be back, as I say, tomorrow. And um, that's it. God bless everyone, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Good night. The world getting crazy, baby, chill. Don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate. Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming. Cue for heaven's sake. Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force. Forcing us to sit and wait till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate. Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate. Marching on these streets of blood till I see the golden gates. Troubadour and troubled souls, one of God's servants. Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpents. One day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you.
truth is hard to swallow, just digest it Suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it Deflected by some breaking news, always just accept it Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested Credit in the testament, these children are protected So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic Refuse to be directed, lying, not a sheep Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet uh, Silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek uh, Drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious Praying for assistance to overcome my position Or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness This puppet show stays on because of you